This is KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. I am delighted today to welcome to the Arawalji Show the one and only Hamza Shraibi, who was at Stanford this week for a very special event. It's called Arab Excellence. And I'll let the young man say hello and then tell us all about the event. So, marhaba and assalamu alaikum, Hamza. Assalamu salam. Thank you for welcoming me here today. It's such an honor to be here. What is Arab Excellence? Actually, Arab Excellence is um, an initiative created two years ago. And the idea was really to create a platform of positive role models from different parts of the world. And the idea was really to inspire the young generations while also showing a positive image of the region all over the world. So this event was one of these kind of initiatives to honor the Arab achievements globally. And how long has it been now since you began Arab Excellence? Actually, it started in the beginning of 2013. But since then, many, many amazing things happened from the conference at the UN in China to conferences in Paris, in, in Stanford, but also events and workshops to inspire the underprivileged back home. And the idea was really to maybe nurture a mindset of excellence uh, among the students. I think that it's, uh, the Arab region is so beautiful and so rich, and there are so many amazing, amazing people that are changing the world, uh, literally, and um, that we don't see enough. And the worst part of it is that the youth back home don't see it enough. So, of course, uh, it's our duty to showcase this world model so that you can create a, a good dynamism and uh, a movement uh, of, of excellence in the region. Can you take us back a little bit, perhaps, to where it started with uh, Hamza Shraibi? Yeah, I grew up in Morocco uh, till the age of 20 with uh, a lot of love for my culture, the Arab language, the Arab people in general. And then I arrived to France to complete my studies and I started working in investment banking in London. And what I realized is that many people in the Western world didn't have the same image of the Arabs as the one I had. Uh, people would confuse Arab with Islam, with Islamism, with terrorism. Right. And it's something that bothered me personally. But the most important thing is that uh, my mother is a professor in a school oh, for wow. underprivileged in Morocco. So every time I would come back, she would tell me about her conditions of work. So basically, the students, uh, many of them don't want to go to class anymore. When they come, they don't bring their notebooks. Many lost hope and they don't believe in the system anymore. They mm. think that because they're not born in the good environment, they won't be able to achieve any kind of success or excellence. So this is when I decided to drop uh, what I was doing and to quit my job and to create this NGO in order to show them that there are people all over the world and inside the Arab countries that achieved excellence coming from nothing. And so you're talking about your mom in Morocco? Yeah, absolutely. So are, is your family still in Morocco? Yes. Wow. Yes. And so you were born there. Yeah. When and, I then, uh, and then I detect a very beautiful French accent there. <laughs> Did we go via France? Yeah, I, actually, I studied in France for more than five years. And yeah, actually, Morocco, one of the main languages is French. So I learned, uh, learned French before learning, learning English. So of course, this is why maybe I have this little French accent. Yeah. And uh, and I have to say that you also speak Arabic, of course. Yes, of Having course. grown up in Morocco. And uh, you speak what they call the Darija. Huh? The Darija, exactly. And I know that you have many, many fans here at Stanford of the Darija uh, dialect because we even have a course here, Hamza, in Moroccan Arabic yeah. taught by uh, Dr. Thuraya Boumahdi. Yeah, now, so you know her, I'm sure, absolutely. because uh, she she's uh, the one who works so hard to bring you guys to Stanford for the Arab Excellence event. So can you tell our listeners about who is here and how how did you get to select the dynamic speakers we got to see at Coverly? Uh, Dr. Chuya was also one of the main organizers.
organizers, uh, maybe the main organizers here in Stanford, being a professor based here. So basically we had... I think managed to get amazing speakers such as Dr. Hassanain, who is one of the most uh, successful venture capitalists here in the Silicon Valley, who created many, uh, many companies and um, managed to succeed in them. And, and now he's, he's the chairman of TechWeady, which is the first platform of Arab Americans executives based in the Silicon Valley. We had also Dr. Majid Abraham, who actually starting, started in Lebanon. He was uh, picking up fruits in a farm of his father in Lebanon. Very simple and humble family. And uh, he managed to create a company called Comsco. And uh, after 20 years, now this company is valued at over $2 billion at the Nasdaq. Wow. And he's the CEO and founder of that. And finally, we had also the, the, the presence of Omar Chawakul, who also created a company uh, called Blue Kai, who was uh, sold uh, to Oracle for $500 million. So all these guys starting from, started from scratch and managed to achieve excellence. Hamza, what was the criteria for choosing these speakers and um, do they change with every event? Absolutely. So the idea is really to create a platform of various and different role models in different fields. Uh, here in the Silicon Valley, it was obvious that we wanted to also showcase the those who achieved excellence in the tech industry and the entrepreneurs here in Silicon Valley. But how we choose them, uh, basically we try to see those who achieved excellence. We don't mean to see those who made money or fame it's not about that it's more about those who achieve excellence got to become experts in the fields and trying to change the world in a positive way this is what mm-hmm. excellence is for us what excellence means I, for I us I love that and I love that you're not sort of zooming in on one industry I mean you could be excellent in art in dancing or in you know computer technology absolutely. and you're still part of the umbrella under absolutely. Arab excellence absolutely we interviewed more than 70 role models in so many different fields from from thinkers to researchers to professors to artists, musicians, painters, also like businessmen and, and executives, all those who really like follow their passion to achieve excellence and follow their heart to know what they want to do in life and made a difference, a positive difference. So it's not about just making money again. It's really not about that. It's really about how to, you change the world. And many social entrepreneurs also, those who kind of dedicated their lives to that. And uh, yeah, this is basically what we cover. You yourself are involved in sort of every aspect of Arab excellence at this point? So basically in the beginning I took the initiative but now it's literally a movement and we have many we have a team of amazing individuals from different countries. So in each country we have a team who organizes events locally, who interview amazing speakers locally and also try to implement programs for the schools and high schools. So it's really like a whole ecosystem. It's not just about one person. And so what kind countries are we talking about? <laughs> Give me an example of a few. We covered the world, but now we, like in terms of interviews from Asia, from Korea to the US, to South America, uh, we've been to the, all these countries, meaning those individuals achieved excellence, and of course, within the Arab countries. But when it comes to the local events and local impact, for the moment, we are in Morocco, Tunisia, in Dubai, Qatar, and then we're trying to develop in Lebanon and and uh, and Bahrain. And we have also, the idea will be to scale it in 
across the region because the region, I think, needs such inspiration. Uh, how did you feel about uh, coming to Stanford and doing the event here? Yeah, actually, Stanford is such an impressive university and an impressive campus. And uh, having the opportunity to showcase these world models here, it's absolutely amazing for, for me. So I was excited about this event and um, interacting uh, with the students here. With the, with the, I received many emails mm. this morning and yesterday from people that attended the, the, the conference that wanted to know more and wanted to get involved. And this is something that's really warming my heart because it's something that shows that these people that want to be part of it sure, all sure. over the world. And yeah. it's something that shows that we can make a movement out of it. I mean, what an amazing young man from Morocco who decided to change the world in his own way and is doing every day something towards that end. Uh, Hamza, what is the best way for people to get involved with Arab Excellence? Actually, we welcome all kind of, of people that actually passionate and motivated to make a difference. Anyone who wants to be part of it is welcome to send us an email and discuss ideas because we can implement anything, whether from conferences to interviews to documentaries to books. And there are so many things to do. Feel free to drop an email to myself or to, to the Arab Excellence team and we're going to reply to you right away to see what we can do together. And so what is the contact info there that people would uh, use to contact you? I know you have a beautiful website I'm looking at. Actually, in our uh, www.arabexcellence.org uh, this, this is our contact info of course on Facebook Twitter LinkedIn when we come back I'd like to ask you briefly about some of the uh, amazing people you've interviewed and get maybe your impression about some of them and then have give you a chance perhaps to speak that beautiful Darija to some of our Moroccan listeners right here in San Francisco would appreciate that so ladies and gentlemen don't go away I'll be right back with Hamza Shraibi the founder of Arab Excellence right here at KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. Like what you're hearing? Help make sure KZSU can continue providing great programs without commercials to listeners all over Bay Area. Donate to KZSU. For more information, email our underwriting department at underwriting at kzsu.stanford.edu. This is KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. I am back with uh, Hamza Shraibi. Hamza Shraibi is at Stanford because, uh, partly because of an event that he uh, uh, staged here uh, called Arab Excellence. It was it uh, featured some amazing dynamic speakers that this young man brought to Stanford. We hope this is uh, one of many, many future visits, Hamza. But in the meantime, I want to focus a little bit on some of your previous uh, and uh, that's through the uh, Arab Excellence Uh, .com uh, URL, where I'm looking at such an amazing array of interviews with very interesting people. Can you tell us a little bit about the process and uh, maybe some of the people you've interviewed? Each interview is unique and very exciting because actually we get to spend more than just an interview. Most of these people welcome come us or welcome me to their places and introduce me to their family. So it creates a really good connection. Uh, but one of the inspiring persons Uh, that I like to talk about who is quite famous in Egypt but not maybe across the globe is for example Omar Samra Omar Samra when he was 8 years old was diagnosed by, with, with asthma and 
the, the doctor told him that if he wants to get rid of it, he has to start training uh, very early. You know, he was really weak. So the next day he started to train and train really hard. Two years later, he managed to get rid of his inhalers. Wow. And um, a few years later, he became the youngest Arab to climb the Everest. Wow. And not only that, he climbed six of the highest peaks in the world and became the youngest Arab to ski in the South Pole. Nice. And more than that, uh, he got selected uh, out of one million people uh, to be part of an expedition in the space. So he's going to become the youngest Arab to wow. become an astronaut. Wow. And, and you interviewed him. Yeah, we spent time with him. him and he's not only, he's so humble, so accessible, so nice, that it just uh, makes you realize that you're so far from achieving any kind of excellence mm-hmm. because these people just, even if they achieved it, they still stay humble. And, and, and this is what excellence is for us. Yeah. Give us a sample of other people you have interviewed. They are all very inspiring. So I cannot say one is more inspiring than another. We met, for example, in Brazil, the, the, the world champion in chess who was originally from Lebanon. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I didn't know that. Yeah, this is a, the funny thing. Uh, for example, if I think about a name, I think, for example, of course, about Zaha Hadid. Yes, uh, yes. She's known, but of course, many of the stories are not known. Uh, but Zaha Hadid grew up in Iraq. And when we think about Iraq now, we think only about a black spot in the, in the map. But she managed to become the first woman to win the Pritzker Prize in architecture, which wow. is the equivalent of the Nobel Prize. And she designed uh, buildings from all over the world that really are changing the landscapes, the urban landscapes. And she's from Iraq, and there are many of them from that amazing country. Yeah, I mean, there are so many different stories. And one of those who are not known is Ayman. He was in the, in the, in South Los Angeles, successful entrepreneur at 36, father of three. And um, he was swimming in the ocean, and then a wave hit him. So he got hospitalized, and he became quite quadriplegic which is he cannot move any part of his body except right. his head so he lost his company after one year in the hospital but he did not lose hope so he started like using computer activated program voice activated mm-hmm. program he started to learn about investment management on the uh, financial markets online and he managed to succeed in it and he managed to bought a house for, for, for his wife who oh, stayed wow. with him That's and his three kids got graduated from the best universities in the world among which Stanford Wow. So even if one life hits you so bad, there's still a way to bounce back. And these people showed that they did. And this is our duty to showcase them to the world and to the youth in our region. And how old are you, Hamza? I'm 25. Ah, 25. And if by 25 you've done all this, young man, I shudder to think what's going to happen for you in the future. You've already done more than what most people do in a lifetime. You embrace diversity. You embrace uh, the uh, interaction between East and West. And in so many ways. You yourself are defying the stereotype that is harming so many of us. Shukran for that. Shukran, Shukran, Shukran for being here. Shukran. And uh, as I promised my listeners, and especially Dr. Boumehdi, who uh, treasures you, uh, how about giving you a chance to sort of speak that beautiful Darija and say hello to all our listeners? So, Shukran, and I'm Farhan Kunmakum and I of Stanford, and Tlakan Nas, Livslum Tiaz, Fmaidim Mukhtalifa, Fabitaba. إلا بغيت تعرفوا كثار على الامتياز العربي ابعثوا لي ايميل او التقوا بالويب سايت وانا كنتسناكم